Warning, the content you are about to listen to is not, I repeat, not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. This podcast can contain crude humor, adult situations, strong language, and drug references. Sorry, Mom. Listener discretion. I repeat, listener discretion is advised. And also, any music that is played at at any point in time during the history of the bakery, I do not own. Point blank and period. Hope you all enjoy. And go fuck yourselves.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, I guess, to the Bakery Podcast. Uh, like I said on the YouTube, not the YouTube, the Facebook channel, this podcast was on temporary hiatus. I had some bills that we needed to get paid, and Podbean was not one of them. So I had to, you know, I had to make compromises, guys, and that's gonna end. That's gonna happen. I'm gonna have to end up making compromises uh, for us to have, you know, a decent holiday season. But without further ado, here is the bakery now open for business, and you know I've got two main things that I need to talk about. Well, I guess. Yeah, two. Two main things to talk about. The first being we are a week away, ladies and gentlemen, a week away from the big game, Ohio State, Michigan. Michigan has to come down to Columbus this year. And I honestly think I have all the faith in the world. After the Purdue game, I thought, shit, we're going to lose to Michigan for the first time in almost a decade. Because our defense is poop. But with that being said, I watched the uh, the Michigan State game. Special teams, defense, offense were all clicking in on all cylinders. Yeah, it took about two and a half quarters. But honestly, what can you do? It's going to be a tough game for sure for Ohio State. It really, It really is. And I like that. I like it when you know at the last game of the season it's going to be a good, solid matchup between Ohio State and Michigan. I hate I hated those games where it was forty-two to seven or forty-two to twenty-one because you knew Ohio State had that game in control from the get-go. So my second thing I want to talk about, and it's part of our topic here. Is about Greta Van Fleet, the ever so controversial, the ever the ever so controversial band besides Nickelback, Greta Van Fleet. Now the music that you heard at the beginning of the show was "Talk on the Streets." One of their first EPs was "From the Fires," and I absolutely love this song. But I think the pro I I don't understand all the hate. I really don't. Because to me, it's new rock music. It's getting publicity. It's showing people that rock hard rock is not dead. Now, to the people that think that Greta Van Fleet sounds like a cheap Led Zeppelin knockoff, you you could be Further from the truth. Everybody was on the Van Halen, not the Van Halen, the Led Zeppelin clone bandwagon. Everybody. But the boys, the boys in the band came out and said that their biggest influences was Aerosmith. And I fucking can see it. I can see it now more than anything. The vocals, the guitars etc etc but i just don't understand the hate from people that you know that love that kind of music but then they come out then greta van fleet comes out and they're shunned 
Like they like they literally have Nickelback level heat right now. And I do not understand why. I really don't. I really don't. Greta Van Fleet to me it, it shows that rock is not dead. Because it's not. Rock may be dead on mainstream radio. Because yeah, it it doesn't have the same the same um radio power as it did in the 80s. And that's perfectly fine. But rock people rock is not dead. You just need to know where to find it and where to look. There's record labels that are still putting out hard rock and heavy metal albums. F- shit. Frontiers Music SLR, they are putting out a shit ton of music. A shit ton of music. So, again, I don't understand why Greta Van Fleet gets all the hate. Hopefully I can silence some of the haters with this album review that we're going to be doing here in a little bit. And that in the album review that we are doing today is Greta Van Fleet, Anthem of the Peaceful Army. came out October 19th, 2018. But before I get into that, I want to get into something that happened that I saw today on Facebook. So, Vinnie Vincent has yet postponed another event that was supposed to happen a couple weeks ago at Graceland and has now been postponed till February. Now, if you all recall in the last episode, for those of you that were listening, I went on a huge rant about Benny Vincent. Kiss Cruise pre-party. He gets up there in makeup and plays dick. Not a thing. Not any shredding, no lead solos, nothing. And then this happens. So I put a rant on Facebook. And I'm going to read it to you guys here on the podcast. And I've talked to everybody that, you know, that were Vinny fans. And this is what I had to say. So this is my, so my two cents is this. Fuck you, Vinny, because I know that fucking Burning Bridges was right about you. Quote, if I know then, if I knew then what I know now, end quote. Your track, your track record of cancellations is ridiculous. I used to look up to you and gave you the benefit of a benefit of the doubt, just to have you spit in my face and among others, just for you to spit in my face and among the others who worshipped you when other when the others turned their backs. I should have heeded the warning and looked for someone else to idolize. I know people that paid in advance to come see you, get stuff signed, etc., etc. And what the and what did you do? You cancel, you cancel because we finally saw you for what you are—a shell of your former self. You claim to practice for eight hours a day, but yet a couple weeks ago, someone recorded you playing at the Kiss at the Kiss Cruise Eight pre-party, not playing a lick of what you promised. Maybe it's time to admit that you cannot play. 
and stop with the bullshit lies and excuses. No. Not if now, if you will excuse me, Mr. Vinnie Vincent, as I go idolize someone who has never lied and can play circles around you, which is every guitarist still alive to this day besides Vito Brada, Vito Brada who has a medical condition that has him physically unable to play guitar, but he could still play better than you anyways. Hell, even I can play better than you, and I don't know dick about playing guitar. Nuff said. Nuff said. It's easy to sum it up when you just talk about practice. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. I mean, it, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. And that right there sums it up best. Vinny Vincent is a no-good, two-faced, con-artist, self-centered, egotistical piece of shit that sits there and wants to preach that he practices for eight hours a day. When that is a load of fucking baloney and he knows it. He knows he can't play. So he just wants to sit up there with a smile on his face and go like, man, I hope I hope me just strumming this note, the dun 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 will fucking help satisfy all my haters. No. People hate you for the pure fact that your track record of canceling and postponing shit is far more than the appearances that you've actually made. You know, I thought you changed at the beginning of the year. I thought it was going to be the year of the return of Vinnie Vincent. I was excited to go to the Rock and Pod 3, have you sign my friend Josh's Vinnie Vincent invasion stuff. Then you canceled. And I was like, okay, great. He's a piece of shit. And then I see that you are a no good, talentless hack. 2018's Vinnie Vincent is a talentless, talentless hack. I should have known from the fucking video with him and Robert Fleischman that he could not play. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Now we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode. And that is Greta Van Fleet's newest record, released October 19th, 2018. This is Anthem of the Peaceful Army. I hope you guys enjoy this album review, because I enjoyed this record. There's some songs that are hit and miss with me, but you'll find out what those are. Here is... Greta Van Fleet, Anthem of the Peaceful Army. A brand new day, a brand new start 
All right, well, first off, that song is called Age of Man. And let me tell you, what a kick-ass starting track this is for this record, for one of the most hated bands in the history of hard rock and heavy metal. Like, I, I still don't understand why they get so much hate. It's pretty much Nickelback-level heat that they have, and I don't get it. it is it because... You know, they sound sort of like Led Zeppelin or that they that peop that articles of like, you know, popular news me music news media or um oh jeez, claiming them to be you know like Led Zeppelin or is it just you know, people are making their own their own assumptions, and they're like, oh, man, that sounds exactly like Led Zeppelin way back when. Oh, my God. So then they decide that they're going to hate this band. So Age of Man, literally the start of the song, the start of the song, it gets you ready for the ride that you're about to take throughout the record. And then you get to the guitar, the, the first guitar part. And, oh, my God. Um... <laughs> that guitar that guitar part in the beginning is why this is my favorite song off of this record. Favorite by far. Now, the next song, The Cold Wind. Well, here, let me tell you a little bit about Greta Van Fleet. Now, it is Joshua Kiska on vocals, Jacob Kiska on guitars, Samuel Kiska Kizga, uh, Kiska, I don't know. I don't know how. I'm butchering their names, and that sucks. Bass and keyboards, and then Daniel Wagner on drums and percussion. Now, Joshua's vocals on this album are superb. Superb. And I give all the credit to him and the record company that put that puts this out and whoever discovered them they need to get some major fucking props because they found a diamond in the rough i'll say it right now a diamond in the rough now about the song great opening tune great vocals great guitars and it just sets you on the ride to find the anthem of the peaceful army and to be completely honest with you Age of Man is the anthem of the Peaceful Army in this, on this track. I mean, on this record. Now, we're going to move on to song two called The Cold Wind. And here it is. <laughs> Yeah. 
again, a killer tune by this band. I'm telling you, they don't sound like, Air, not Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin here in this track. This is a prime example of how I think, and there is my other son, Thomas. He's downstairs playing. But this is another example of how I think that Greta Van Fleet sounds more like 70s Aerosmith musically than they do Led Zeppelin. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks, and especially to those people that are just going to sit there and be fucking haters, and they're going to sit there and live in their fucking past like, man, I wish the 80s was still around so I could listen to all my favorite bands all over again and not have to deal with this Greta Van Fleet bullshit, fucking cheap knockoff motherfuckers. Yeah, I hear all the hate, and I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Y'all want to sit there and say that Rock's not dead, but you guys listen to the same old shit day in, day out. I was, I was privy to this. I was listening to the same old stuff day in, day out. I got tired of it, and I started looking elsewhere. Because the fact of the matter is, Kiss isn't making any new music. Iron Maiden's not making any new music. Judas Priest just put out a record earlier this year. Motley Crue's not putting out any new music. Except the list goes on and on and on. I don't give a shit what Nikki Six says that Motley Crue's gonna put out some new album and tour. That ain't gonna happen. I'll, I'll believe it when I fucking see it. Okay, okay. So, like I said, another great track, and it's the prime example of why Greta Van Fleet sounds like '70s Aerosmith. I like this song. I really do. It's it's sweet and to the point. It pops you right in the mouth because you're sitting there. You're like, man, I'm kind of chill out, chilled right now after listening to Age of Man. And oh shit, here comes here comes the cold wind. And here's another song that's going to kick you right on your ass. And here's track three. When the cur when the curtain falls.
Exhibit number two of why Greta Van Fleet sounds more like Aero, 70s Aerosmith than Led Zeppelin is this song right here when the curtain falls. You can obviously tell that, give me a second, that Jacob, that Jacob, the guitarist, I'm not even going to try to butcher their name, butcher their last name because it's going to, it's just going to offend them. What? Okay, so my co-host is going to try to tell me how to say their last name. But Jacob, the guitarist, you could obviously tell he's taken influences from Joe Perry of Aerosmith in, the la in these last two songs here. Well, the last three songs, I'm, I should say. Um, and uh, Joshua's vocals, Jesus, this band, man. I don't know how old these, ki these guys are. But if I could sing like Joshua, my lord, I'd probably, I'd pro, I'd probably, you know, I wouldn't even be doing this podcast if I had a voice like him. But you know, the, I, I believe this was one of the singles off this record. Uh, I, I definitely remember hearing it early on in the um. Early on, when this album was still being made, so this I believe this was a single. But we are going to move on to the next song, Watching Over. And here it is.
All right. So watching over, as you, when you listen to the first part of the song, you know when the song's just starting, this sounds like something that would fit on Aerosmith Rocks. Like kind of you know like a, um, a coming home or let me actually take the record out here because I actually have it on vinyl. So I shouldn't really be trying to butcher this shit. So it sounds like a la the um the last child is the song that I'm looking for, and home tonight. So if you guys if you guys do go and listen to listen to that, uh, listen to those songs. It's last child and home tonight. You will definitely see exactly what I am talking about. Now, and again, see, I'm showing people examples of why this song, why this band sounds more like Aerosmith, and they've been ta they even said that in an interview that they take most of their musical inspiration from 70s Aerosmith. Sorry, I apologize for clicking the um, the case. Now we're gonna take. Now we're gonna um, go to the next song that what that I know for sure was a single, and that is Lover, Lever. Parentheses, taker, believer. Love and sweet the 
exhibit number three or four of why, again, this song, Lover, Lever, Taker, Believer, in the beginning of this song, it sounds like a song by Aerosmith called Combination off of the Rocks album. The, and I'm telling you, and I was just discussing it with Amber here, this album takes a heavy, heavy Aerosmith Rocks era influence it's it's hard rock in some points and then it's softer melodic in other points and this this song is no exception to the um to the harder part i really like this song at first when it came out as a single i was like you know you know i don't really like this song too often but the more i listen to this album the more i appreciate this record like I said in the beginning, there were some songs that, you know, that are kind of hit and miss and growing tracks. This one, to me, is definitely one of the an example of that, for sure. And, you know, I'm not trying to push Greta Van Fleet on anybody. It's, it's not everybody's cup of tea. But I'm just saying, just give this album, Anthem of the Peaceful Army, a chance. And you're not going to regret it. Now, next song is um amber's favorite song it's called you're the one and this is what i was talking about when it has its melodic moments so i hope you enjoy this one
Fellas, are you in the doghouse because you treated your girlfriend slash fiance slash wife like a piece of shit? Well, let me tell you, I got the remedy for you. Just play this song and just sing it to her, serenade her. You'll be out of the doghouse and probably never because, you know, if you treat your girlfriend or wife or fiance like a piece of shit, you deserve to be in the doghouse. Trust me, I've been there a lot. But you know what? This this song, you're the one. For those people that are in a relationship and you know that this person is the one, have them listen to this song and, you know, just tell them, you know, you're the one I want, you're the one I need. Plain and simple. And newsflash, we're playing the song at our wedding. Just letting you know. Talking to Amber and she's ignoring me. Yeah. <laughs> Rude. So yeah, this is one of the more melodic, more softer melodic tracks that they have on the on this album. And the next song, The New Day, not to be confused with the WWE uh, tag team. This is this is my, you know, this is a song that I didn't like at first, but it has grown on me. It has grown on me. And like I said, Greta Van, Greta Van Fleet isn't for everybody. And when I first listened to this album and I heard this song, I could definitely see why. Joshua has a weird vocal range and he enunciates words in a weird way. And you'll hear that here in this song called The New Day.
like I said, he says Bloom in such a weird way that I know it'll probably turn a couple people off, but I'm telling you right now, I like this song. This song grew on me, and it's just, it's just a, it's just a, uh, uh, I don't know the saying. It just, there, I got it. It just proves that it takes more than one or two listens to finally understand a song that you didn't like before, that you didn't like before, and then you listen to it on your about fourth or fifth listen, because I've listened to this album five times, and after we get done with, after I get done with this podcast, we're going to sit down and we're going to listen to it for a sixth, sixth time. So, and there's, there's Thomas, he is being loud, and that's perfectly fine, he's a kid, and this is the bakery, it's not just for me, it's for everybody else, and if you don't like my kids listen, being in the background playing around, well, guess what, I can tell you right now, fuck you, because this ain't your podcast, you can stop listening right here, right now, just because I have kids yelling in the background, I'm not gonna sit here and be fucking fake, when I record when I record the episodes, they're usually in bed. And I'm perfectly fine with them being being loud as possible. But I'm telling you right now, if Thomas doesn't start being nice, he's gonna be in real deep trouble. Uh-huh. But this song, it's uh, it's it's one of those songs that you don't really expect. And, you know, you're you're sitting there, you're listening, and then you just hear this just little, you know, little acoustic, acoustic guitar just start playing. And, you know, some, most people, most people will start to tune that stuff out. But I'm telling you, give this album a chance if you can. If not, there's places to go listen to it. But give this album a chance before you cast judgment. I have heard so many people just shit on this band without even listening to one album all the way through and then be like oh shit i i'm sorry i didn't realize that this album was so kick-ass but i just went off of what other people said so like i said give this give this album a chance now we're getting down to the nitty-gritty we're on song eight of ten and here is mountain of the sun Fight the fire 
Now this song, I have to admit, this song is still growing on me a little bit. You know, I can't really, I'm not going to sit there and bash it. But I will say this, it it is a growing song. You know, because you're sitting there, you know, you just got through You're the One and then The New Day. And then you get this song that just, you know, picks right back up, you know, tenfold. And you're just kind of, you know, you're just sitting there just mellow, you know, thinking, you know, my life is really fucking good right now. And then you just hear the mountain and the sun and you're like, oh my god, yes! Oh my fuck! Yeah! Fucking rock out with your cock out. Yeah, I said it. But yeah, I can't. Like I said, I can't really say a whole lot on this song because I haven't really, you know, I haven't given it a chance. After, like I said, after this podcast is done, we're gonna listen to it again, and I'll make sure to listen to the song with more of a purpose. I should say. So now we're gonna go to. Brave New World, track 9 of 10. And we're almost done with this thing, folks. Almost done. So here's track 9, Brave New World.
wow. Brave New World is my second favorite track off of this record. When I first heard it, it def- it caught my eye first listen. It it is it sh- just goes to show, you know, they sound like their musical influence is Aerosmith through and through. This sounds like something Aerosmith would have put out in the 70s, say Get Your Wings or Toys in the Attic Records. Because Rocks Rocks was a little softer, not as heavy as, you know, Get Your Wings or Toys in the Attic was. So Brave New World definitely would have fit on either of those records. Um, and when when they get into the when they get into the um, the chorus, you can definitely tell the um, Aerosmith influence in the song as well. Um, you know, Joshua can hit that high note that you know Stephen pa- Stephen Piercy Stephen Tyler can as well. So we're going to move on to track 10, which is the last song of the record called Anthem. And it has, you know, it does have, you know, kind of people chanting an anthem toward the end. You guys will hear that here right now. Save yourself in your own time You'll have to stay and don't 
You know, I like I like this song too as well. Um, you know, anthem. It's it's a perfect ending to a solid solid record. Um, you know, when they have peop the people you know singing the lyrics at the end, that was that's something you know that you don't hear very often off of records of today. They just kind of they just they kind of just you know they kind of end. In the record, just as is, no, uh, no bullshit. And you know, they, I think, songs like this are kind of a lost art, per se. You know, you don't have a lot of songs that people, you know, people, random people off the street are singing the lyrics. Um, another example of that is um, Hailstorms Here to Us. Uh, off the deluxe edition of some uh, the strange case of which I'll also be doing an album review of that as well but you know like I said this album this album as a whole is solid there, there's a couple of songs like I said that grow on you and they they will the songs will grow on you and you will have a better appreciation of the songs after you know maybe a third or fourth listen now with that said and done the album review is done and over with I hope you guys enjoyed listening to the album in its entirety here as much as I did and enjoyed you know listening you know doing this podcast for you guys I like to you know, end this on a good note, and I have one final message for everybody that is a fan of Michigan football. Three, two, one. Of course, I had to give myself a countdown. Fuck Michigan! All right, that'll do it for this episode guys i hope you guys come back next week as we do a first first hand impression of red dead redemption 2 i know everybody's probably dying to hear my thoughts i have the game i've played it for a couple of minutes well for a, a couple of hours and i'll let you guys know what my thoughts are on that one and it will also be an interview with zach owens of the angry misfits youtube channel so, I'm out of here. Have a great evening, week. It's Thanksgiving week. And like I said, fuck Michigan. <laughs>